All right, here we go. You ready? Yep. For the first time in weeks, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 108 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. Uh, glad to be recording again, I have to be honest. Yep, quarantine edition. It feels like some normalcy. Mm-hmm. Extreme quarantine edition. Uh, tonight, uh, some old news, because we're catching you up on, what, like two and a half weeks of content almost? Yeah, we had to cherry pick a little bit. Otherwise, yeah. we'll be here for uh, until 1 a.m. <laughs> be a 12-hour show. Doing a yeah, two-man show. <laughs> it's like a bad uh, Broadway ticket. <laughs> it's awful. And we cannot carry that like Broadway can. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini. Uh, there was a Nintendo Indie Showcase. Saints Row the Third remaster got announced today. That's brand new news today. Uh, in the past couple of weeks, there was a PlayStation 5 tech deep dive, which excited all the uh, commercial fans. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered was announced and released, and The Last of Us 2 has been delayed alongside Iron Man VR. I'm Richard Bergman, joined by Cesar Concepcion II. Hello! We're in our respective uh, fallout shelters. I'm on, the, I'm on the second story. You're deep in the basement. I believe you're safer than I am. I am, and I, actually, if I leave and go out this hallway and go out the other end, I'll be in a actual true storm shelter so i'll 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 be golden and i've got just boxes of twinkies so we're all set the only thing i'm safe from is a flood you're the first to go i'm gonna go aren't i (laughs) that's a way worse way to go yeah i don't sign up for the flood uh well just uh i guess we need to chat a minute just to catch each other up It's, it's been a while dude was i'm most excited not only to record but hey just to talk to my friend it's it's been some time yeah, I've been working a lot, so I know you have been as well. Plus, yeah, all the personal we're busting shit. ass, busting ass, and and moving, man. We're trying to move in the middle of all this shit. Yeah, that hasn't been the easiest. I know that the lights at the end of the tunnel, but that's why we haven't been able to record the past couple of weeks. There's just been no time and and no equipment set up anywhere. Yeah, that and uh, and my current employer keeps uh, don't get me wrong, I'm. Lucky I still have uh, something I'm working at right now at the moment. Most people don't, but my current employer keeps uh, uh, fluxing schedules, so I guess got to go with the flow. So roll with it, man. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. We, you know, we two weeks ago we started off going into the office one day a week, and, and then it went down to like half a day, and then for the past two weeks we've been quarantined at home. So I think you've been home for a week longer. Yeah, I've. We have certain people going into the office I have for once and not elected to go in. So usually I'm hey. the one to go. So I was like, okay. Not you, don't have to have your, you don't have to have your work pass to show the sheriff. Yep. I'm just going to set the shoot alarm. Shoot the sheriff? I shot the sheriff. <laughs> uh, but I didn't shoot the deputy. Um, That's all that matters. Just keep going. Yeah. But uh, yes. Yeah, my uh, one minute commute of me setting the alarm for 7:59 a.m. and stumbling into the next room at 8 a.m. <laughs> and then logging in. So it's working, huh? Yeah. It's gonna <laughs> suck when I go back and I have to like drive for 30 minutes. So. Man, I'm enjoying having no commute. Uh, one of my partners at work calls it the carpet commute. That's a good one. Yeah. Yep. Just walk across the carpet. We we're trying to stay in somewhat of a routine, you know, but it. 
you know, I'm a, I'm a dad. So waking up here with my kids every morning and like letting them wake up slowly because their school stuff, even though they're doing online things, that doesn't start till like 10 o'clock. So when they're doing that, you know, they just get to sleep in and then we're not eating croissant sandwiches and, and bullshit breakfast. We're having scrambled eggs and chorizo and bacon and good stuff, you know? Yeah. We're not, we're not like rushing to get out the door. So like two second pop tarts or some shit like that. Yeah, like not cooked. They prefer the not cooked ones. Well done, they. That's the life I live too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till they uh until they, they uh start getting toaster strudel. I'll never uh, go we, back. We've started the toaster strudel life. Yeah. For one of them, the other one is not keen. The one with the sweet tooth is uh she's raging about some damn uh toaster strudel. Oh yeah, frosting all over that thing. And that's uh, that's another thing. It's funny you mentioned that. I'm always like, no, I don't have time. I have to I have to cook that. It's gonna take like 10 minutes in our toaster oven. I don't have time for that. But now with everything at this slower pace and being at home, you know, I have, mm. I have time to to slow down and do that and and cook for what she wants for breakfast. No, I've still been keeping my skills sharp. I'm still getting up at 3:30 in the morning. So your adjustment will be way easier then. Uh, yeah, that was the point, because, uh, yeah, let's put it that way, that's the point. <laughs> it sucks, I'm tired all the damn time, but. Hey, at least you won't get your shit rocked when the bell rings again. Hopefully, soon. Might be a little while. For those, uh, for those just maybe this is your first episode for some reason, um, welcome to the show. If, if this isn't your first episode, welcome back. We've missed you. You're probably local like we are. We're in Atlanta. Our state has been on a lockdown for three days, four days. Yeah, finally. Mm-hmm. They were, for whatever reason, trying to fight it. So, yep. Our cases were accelerating. I think. Uh, I think the numbers weren't lying on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Till they figured just... out it was asymptomatic. Apparently, they just discovered that, even though that's been communicated a long time ago. But whatever. <laughs> Neither here or there. Thank you, Governor Kemp, for making yep. the news for us, <laughs> making us look great. Could be worse. Could be like my uh, cousins in Arkansas who are still operating without a stay at home. So, uh, what do their numbers look like out there? Uh, it's pretty low. Arkansas is a lot of um, national parks and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It's but they're gonna peak. They're, they're probably gonna apex a lot later than everybody else. Everybody else is probably gonna get over the hump as they they get into it. So. Right. And they're going to probably have to end up blocking out the state because of that. So that way people don't sit there and just cross over. It sucks, man. It's like it's like we're talking about something out of a movie. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't happened this generation since, what, the Spanish flu? Closest thing we had was probably, what, polio, but it wasn't as bad as the Spanish flu. So it's been over 100 years. Yeah. I mean, even our parents probably haven't seen anything like this outside of maybe polio. Or Not measles. Like this. Yeah, my, pa- my parents aren't that old. How old, how old are your parents? Yeah. <laughs> About the same age, right? Yeah. Mid to late 60s. Yeah, my dad officially turned 65 in a couple of days. So. Awesome. I was going to say he gets a free drink at Taco Bell, but he's been getting that for like 10 years, right? Doesn't that start at 55? I believe so. Senior drink? <laughs> he just doesn't go to Taco Bell, so he missed out on 10 years <laughs> of uh, free Taco Bell drinks. Do you think they'll give him a credit for a decade's worth of small drinks? Yeah, but it's 64 ounce. <laughs> One giant big gulp. Yeah. 
Oh man, let's talk some games, sir. You want to kick it off with uh with news right off the rip? Yeah, let's, let's get down in the dirty, the dirt, dirt. We can summarize some of these since it's older news. You want to start with the? I think timeline wise, the Indie Direct was first, right? The Nintendo Indie Direct. Maybe. This says March seventeenth. Yeah, because the last show we recorded, we predicted. Um, there were some rumblings on Reset Era and places like that that there was going to be an indie showcase and then a uh, a full blown direct right after that and those both came true in the since we recorded last. Yeah. So uh, outside of the indie direct, I think the the biggest news was uh, Exit the Gungeon was yep. a shadow drop that day. That was something that was an Apple uh, arcade exclusive for a while. They saved uh, that right to the end, didn't they? Yeah. I think it's going to be a time console exclusive to the Switch. After that, it'll come out to everything else. Uh, then you had the last campfire from Hello Games. It's the other mm-hmm. game they were working outside of uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, other than it's supposed to launch this summer. Also had a uh, Blue Fire from Aerobus Studios. And, uh, also another time exclusive that's coming out this summer. It says right here, uh, this is according to Nintendo.com, and um, from a Shadow Rider, probably a Ghost Rider. Mm-hmm. Uh, embark on an extraordinary journey through the desolated kingdom of Penebra and discover the hidden secrets of the long-forgotten land. Explore mystical temples, encounter survivors, and take on strange quests to collect uh, valuable items. Sounds like a uh, game show from Nickelodeon. It kind of does. <laughs> yeah. Is it, is it Quest for the Hidden Temple or something? I can't remember what it was. Uh, Legend, Legend of the Legend Hidden Temple. Temple. There we go, yeah. All right, so we got a uh, Baldo from the Naps team, which is also another uh, time launch, uh, Switch exclusive. Also uh, a movie starring Kevin Bacon. Yep. As a dog. <laughs> yep. Well, I thought, I thought it was Balto. It, was <laughs> it is Balto. It's yeah. not Baldo. Yeah, bald Balto. Uh, <laughs> meet many weird and funny characters and become immersed in the amazing world of Baldo and an action RPG uh, action adventure <laughs> RPG full of puzzles, intriguing gameplay mechanics, and intricate dungeons of saw spread throughout the wide and interactive open world. Baldo. Uh, outside of that, I mean, go on here. We're, we're going to rapid fire this a little bit more. So you have also uh, a lot of these. I think are these were either uh, introduced for the first time, or if they were introduced and were shown before, these are console exclusives. It seems like. Yeah. Uh, you had an I am Dead from Holopons, uh B dot Arc from TikTok Games. No. All right, Side Night and Happiness, Free Apocalypse Part One. What the fuck? I got to read this one because that's a weird ass name. I don't know. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't remember that one either. Yeah, you play as a co-op go away weirdo McCarthy, and all you want to do is make the world a better place. Uh huh. Trouble is nobody likes you. School sucks, and you can't find a prom date. My <laughs> experience all over again. Everybody bullies you, and includes your including your teachers. Holy shit. That's awful. And your attempts to help only make things worse. Cyanide and happiness. This is part one. I might have to pick that one up. That's interesting. Uh, Summer Mera, uh, Quantum League. Sonoma, Summer Mera looked like uh, Animal Crossing. Uh, yeah, that one's Discover the Story of Koa on a game that combines farming, crafting, exploring, and a tropical archipelago. Instead of me Did just doing watch? that in real life. Right, exactly. Have that you seen that Quantum League trailer? Uh, I, dude, it's been so long. I probably I saw it. Because I was probably working as I was on there, and I just don't. It just 
I don't remember it. It's like the same so thing the, as the Sanom happiness for whatever reason. This was the shooter where you you like replay the bots of your previous life. So like as the second round starts up, like you see the enemy, you know where they went, and you can shoot them again. But they're also going another direction. Like it it builds on these layers of killing the bot and the ghost as it as the rounds restart themselves. Yeah. It looks it looks interesting, man. It's a pretty cool spin. It's been out on PC like at least early access for a little while. The next one had me really intrigued, though. The Good Life. Mm-hmm. That's the new sweary game. Yeah, that one's uh, finally joining the Nintendo Switch. Uh, that one was announced to the other consoles for a while now. Uh, I got the update on the Kickstarter where they're like, yeah, they let people know, like, hey, it's coming to Switch, but we're not going to be able to switch your pledge to the Switch version. So <laughs> they gave everybody the heads up, <laughs> which is weird. Just but to let you know. Yeah. But yeah, that one's like a, another RPG where uh, on the full moon nights, the uh, inhabitants turn into dogs and cats. It's like one of those, uh, what he's been uh, known uh, best for, for doing like those Twin Peak type-ish stories mm-hmm. uh, where they have these weird odd oddities happening. Everything is not as it appears. Mm-hmm. And we had Q Games bringing back that Pixel Junk Eden numeral dose. I think this was what, a PlayStation and PC title for a while. Yeah, wasn't one of those on PSP way back in the day? Yeah, this is when I think when Sony was uh, leveraging Q Games for a while to do their um, their PlayStation Store stuff. They led their indie charge. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of speaking of Q Games, I saw Dylan Cuthbert from uh, Star Fox and Super FX Chip fame. He was talking about uh, using Teams as everybody was working from home. And I just made a comment to him because we've been using it at work and how easy it is to switch between like mobile and PC and things like that. And he liked my tweet. So I'm adding uh, the creator of Star Fox and the Super FX chip to my Twitter interaction Hall of Fame. Yeah, just uh, just take a picture of the tweet and just hang on your wall behind you. I'm just going to start framing all these. Yeah, Yeah, just (laughs) blow them up, put them there. Liked by Dylan. Oh, what's next, sir? None of uh, these other ones stand out. I do remember uh, Blair Witch is coming to the Switch, that uh, PS4 and Xbox One title. Mm-hmm. And Ghost of a Tale, it's a story with a mouse. Reminds me of, like, Moss or Redwall. But uh, I've had that one circled on PC for a while and just never gotten around to it. Yeah, I saw the Redwall. It's been on my watch list on PS4. But mm-hmm. I'm like, eh, never see it going, so... One day. Uh, it's like 15 on Steam all the time. Ghost of a Tale. All right, what stood out as your game of show for the indie world? Uh, I'm going to have to go with... I don't know. I mean, good I kinda, life, The Good Life looks so damn good. I, that's when I started texting you, like, holy shit, look at this. I've, I've been on The Good Life since I saw Swery, and they, he just threw out that freaking Kickstarter, so... When that was originally just a PS4 only game, gotcha. And it made its way to uh, Xbox, and then they made that deal to put on Game Pass, and um, it's been on your was, radar mm-hmm, for the longest. It's supposed to be this year. It was supposed to come out last year, so we'll see. Uh, next up was the regular direct. Well, it wasn't a regular direct. They called it a direct mini. It wasn't really a live stream. They just put it out on YouTube. Which I think whoever leaked out the indie thing said that was what was going to happen. So. Yep. 
the big hits from that, we got a date for Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition, Bravely Default 2, which also got a demo. Uh, there were some big announcements from 2K games, uh, including Borderlands Collection, XCOM 2, and Bioshock. Continue um, the trend of uh, $59 games on Switch that are like 5 bucks on the other <laughs> consoles and PC. I'm passing, dude. They're not getting me. I know they got a whole other audience to go after, but it ain't me right now. No, that that's that is strictly for people who only have a Switch. Yep. And they're going to sell a shit ton of them. I just don't see, you know, Bioshock's going to be like, what, Bioshock 1 on the cart, and then you download Bioshock 2, and you download uh, Infinite? Nope, it's even worse. It's like, uh, if you look at the, like, the fine print, it's like the opening chapters of each three games, and then you have to download the rest. It's not even oh. the complete game on the cart. Holy shit. It's like, it's, it's mixed up. It's weird how they uh, spread it out. This is my nightmare. Uh, what else was in there? We got a shadow drop of Panzer Dragoon remake. Mm-hmm. That came out right after the show. Uh, some updates for um, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Ring Fit Adventure, Pokemon, and the first fighter from the Volume 2 Fighter Pass for Super Smash Brothers is an ARMS character. <laughs> I like how we got a Ring Fit uh, update and nobody can fucking buy Ring Fit. So. Yeah, I actually want it now. I want to play that music update. <laughs> So the music update Cesar's mentioning is uh, it adds a new rhythm game mode, an option to switch to a female voice and to change the language of the in-game voice. But the most important thing is the rhythm game mode uh, moved to the beat of a dozen music tracks from Ring Fit Adventure and a few tracks from popular Nintendo games, including Super Mario Odyssey, Splatoon 2, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Good selections. Yeah, and no one can... As you mentioned, no one can find Ring Fit Adventure. I, I kind of want to buy it now that I'm stuck and wanting to exercise. Yeah, I think people on Twitter were like, just stop fucking updating the game and just make more of it. But, you know, that or fucking make it digital and we can just buy the piecemeal the other parts. But it's oh, yeah. behind, uh, physical only, so. Oh, they didn't release a digital Ring Fit? Nope, you have to buy the bundle. If they did, then people can sit there just buy the, the parts they need. So, yeah. Why would that happen? <laughs> I understand why they did it, and it's like they're trying to control the quality of the product. But I mean, I figured at some point because everything's going on, they're like, you know, fuck it, just do it digital. Yeah, sixty dollar piece of plastic. Because I, I price what I started figuring out was okay. One of us between me and the missus will put on Ring Fit Adventure, and one of us will do the actual activities like be tracked in the game and all that, mm-hmm. and then the other will just have the resistance band and do it to the side, and then we're both benefiting, right? So. That kind of nixes that idea if you can't get a digital one, because I was just going to buy those two uh, pieces of plastic. for They're like 10 bucks on Amazon by themselves. Yeah, this is the fucking pouch in the ring. Yep. All right, what else and, do we get from that direct? And then uh, my game of the year, which is Clubhouse Games, 51 Worldwide <laughs> Classics. I was super excited about that shit. I was like, oh, man, I loved it on the DS. Can do I have to play played Clubhouse Games 1 through 50 Worldwide Classics? You do. It's, Wait, uh, part... Clubhouse Games was on DS. That was a good-ass game. Yeah. Yes. You had darts and billiards and all kinds of shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah when I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is the game of the year right here. Goaty, buddy. That is Goaty. a good one. Uh, Star yeah. Wars Episode One Racer, Catherine Full Body, Burnout Paradise, Burnout Paradise Remastered, which we mentioned. And then we finally get fucking Mr. Driller Drill Land. The only Mr. Driller we didn't get, that was a Japan-only thing. That was a big one. I think I somebody's in. doing a physical copy. 
Yeah, I've already pre-ordered it on the Amazon Japan. I also uh, pre-ordered the Namcock collection on Amazon Japan since it seems like if we get it, it's probably going to be digital only over here. They hadn't even announced it for over here. so. Yeah, we didn't get that, did we? Oh, man. They, uh, as soon as they put Mappy on that bitch, I was like, yep, pre-ordered. I love me some Mappy. <laughs> I'm down for Mappy. <laughs> Every time I try to find some kind of Namco collection, they, they skip over the fucking Mappy. I'm like, what the fuck they hold on Mappy for? It's like that in Tower Dragula. Uh, Dragula. It's like Namco's like, nope, oh, only certain collections every once every decade. Tower of Draga. Did I say that right? Probably better than I did. Supposed to be like the first arcade style RPG or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, Star Wars Jedi. Do what? I love me some fucking Mappy. I used to play that shit on NES a lot. You're down for Mappy? Mm-hmm. Star Wars Jedi Knight Jedi Academy. That was shadow dropped with online 16 player online. And people were getting massacred on uh, PC. So because they uh, <laughs> share the same server. <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I was on Twitter reading this, like, they were begging the Aspire games, like, please separate the servers. They're, like, they're getting massacred. Like, it's bad. It's, like, it's not even fun to play. Just feeding them up. Yep. Uh, the Animal Crossing update that I mentioned was the Bunny Day event, which I'm sure we'll go into details on when we talk about games played. Uh, that that whole Bunny Day thing is literally, uh, it's on my calendar for uh, April 12th. Like, I may not play that game to April 12th. I swear <laughs> to God, if I fish for one more fish... And it's a fucking egg or a tire or a I haven't caught a fish in boot. like in days. It's like a, a boot. it's like a boot, can, a tire, or a fucking egg. And I'm, right, like, I'm like I'm I'm tired of it. So yeah. I'm gonna read this because this will actually give context for when we talk about games played. Now that Animal Crossing New Horizons has launched for Nintendo Switch, the first seasonal event is on its way. Between April first and April twelfth, residents of the island can participate in Bunny Day to find eggs hidden by bunny visitor Zipper, who's fucking creepy. That's not, not the, the fucking the, looks like the fucking bunny from Silent Hill 3, and then they finally put that Kotaku thing on there, because I looked at that, and it's like, he looks like the damn bunny from Silent Hill 3. He has a zipper up his back, like it's yeah. not, it's either uh, <laughs> or something. Uh, buy bunny visitor zipper and craft special items with him. The next free update to the game hits in late April, which adds the Earth Day event. Follow the Animal Crossing Twitter account for the latest news and updates about the game. Oh god, so what's next after that? Memorial Day? How are you going to memorialize that? I mean... Dad, Fourth of July. I mean, not not everybody support. Uh, you celebrates that, right? Well, they they pulled off Easter as Bunny Day, so they they might have some sort of centennial Firework. celebration Firework day. festival yeah. day. It's gonna be me just pulling fucking fireworks out of the water instead of fish. I'll be like, fuck this game. I'm like, I'm, I can't even catch fish anymore. They're pulling out like celebratory things every time something comes up. I hate it, dude. Man, <laughs> I'm just trying to fill up my museum. Everything I fucking dig up is a fucking egg. Everything. Like, oh, look, I... there's a fossil here. Nope, fucking egg. An egg. I'm not even mad I... when I hit an egg off a tree. I'm like, whatever. I was like, that's fine. But I'm digging, uh, like, I'm doing extra work, like fishing or digging shit. And it, or it, hit, it's hit a fucking the rocks. Egg. Yeah. Oh, there was one that had like eight, eight stone eggs. I'm like, what the fuck? And just give me like one gold thing. I'm like, ah, oh, man, come on. I did all that work for me not to, to dig two holes so I don't slide across the corner. Fucking thing, you get it every time, and eggs, 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 eggs. I'm like, ah, man. It's like, it doesn't even make sense. How does an egg come out of a fucking rock? I hate how the, uh, you're literally fishing. Like, it's like the fish is moving and hitting the bobber and everything. Everything about it is normal fishing, and then when you fucking pull it out, it's a damn egg. Yep. Uh, we'll get to that. At least we did our bitching now. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles is coming out May 29th which is the date that Last of Us 2 was supposed to come out. 
And it's also getting a definitive edition. The definitive works set, or it, actually it is called the definitive edition, but the definitive works set will also launch, featuring a 250-page art book full of beautiful landscapes, imposing monsters, and more. And at least we know we'll definitely get that one because the preload's already on the store. So, I mean, worst case scenario, we'll have a digital copy, whether or not physical will be there or not. So, it just all depends, I guess, that they had the, everything printed out beforehand. So, so it's gold. And I think that was the only thing that was holding off uh, Last of Us 2. We'll get into that. It's just the, the casing and printing of the artwork and all that. Uh, are we going to play this, sir? Is this, a, is this when I dive into Xenoblade Chronicles? Are we going to play this together? Uh, I put in like 15 hours in that 3DS one, and I'm like, this is it for me, man. This, this is the one I'm going to go through. All right. This is the, this is the most, uh, this looks just like uh, Xenoblade Chronicles of Dose, so. I'll get it. I'm there with you. Yeah, I mean. Until I start getting killed by like level 100 birds that just come after me for no reason, stalk yeah. me. <laughs> what else we got, man? They already pushed back Iron Man. That was my, that was my May release of the year, so. Iron Man VR. <laughs> All right, that's the uh, Nintendo Direct. What what stood out for you, sir, besides Bunny Day, which you're already enjoying? Uh, my biggest ones was uh, I'm glad to see we got the confirmation for Xenoblade in May. Um, yep. I still trying to care about Pokemon. I'm trying my hardest. Uh, Bravely Default 2 is hard as fuck. I played that demo. It's it's really a difficult game. Um, tough? I love Bioshock. I'm all in on Bioshock when I think it's 12, 20 bucks. 12 bucks. 12 bucks would be even better, but I'll jump. That's a very 20. specific number. I was yeah. about to say, you have your target set. Fuck EA. I love Burnout Paradise, but not for fifty nine ninety nine. It's like five bucks on PS4. I just bought a digital copy. That's. I mean, I understand. I mean, I mean, it came out for t- fucking twenty nine. It's not for us. On those it's consoles, not for us, man. It's not for us. It, it, even then, it came out for twenty nine <laughs> on those consoles. They're you know getting I mean? somebody. They're getting somebody. That's that not like for us. Bullshit. I don't know, man. If that was like a Mass Effect. I'll pay 59 for Mass Effect, but neither here or there, whatever. I've, I was always a big fan of Fuser. I'm excited about that one. Um, yeah, I didn't mention that. I'll definitely probably get Catherine, and I'm definitely in for Mr. Driller. Episode one. Uh, race. Yep. And then, uh, <laughs> and then Charles Amanda, man, that demo was really fucking good. I want to try that out too. I need to hit up some of these demos while they're available. And you can carry over your data, too, so it helps. That is good. Uh, moving on to news, Saints Row the Third Remaster coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. We finally got parity. It took it a year, but now they uh, got versions that match the Switch one. They just announced it. So Volition is working on a, a new Saints Row game. They announced that a month or so ago. I know we talked about it on the show. But the remaster is being handled by Sparasoft. I've never heard of them. No. Me, me no, it's not it's not like a virtuoso or anybody. It's not the usual suspects or Iron Galaxy. This could be a new internal studio that might be handling uh the casino right now. THQ's big on uh they're all in on remasters and remakes, so they're selling, so why not, right? Hey, I'm fucking buying them. So <laughs> I'm fucking buying them. <laughs> they're twenty nine bucks, let's go. I think this was like forty nine, I'm gonna wait on this one, so it's a good game, it's a lot of fun. Especially yeah, co-op. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, and was it Epic Games got it for forty nine, and uh, fucking uh, Fanical had it for four bucks for the regular version. So I don't know what we're remastering on the PC, other than we should just uh, release the HD textures. So get the five dollar one and hope they just upscale it. Oh, uh, you know they're not, but I mean that's what they should be doing. So or somebody will 
somebody will download that texture pack and put it in the regular one as a mod, uh, and then you just have it anyways. Somebody's going to do God's work. And they will do God's work. And, and fuck somebody over. Somebody's going to Speaking of fucking people over and remasters and God's work, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 has been remastered and is out as of March 31st. That's right, remastered. This is a PS4 timed exclusive. It's 20 bucks. You get the single player campaign only. Uh, the interesting thing with this was wait, when is the. Oh, it's just a one month timed exclusive. That's yeah. fine. 30 days. Everybody was bitching about it, but I was like, it's only 30 days. Yep. Somebody's got to do it, I guess. And if you're on Xbox and you really can't wait, the original Modern Warfare 2 is backwards compatible, and it probably looks pretty damn good still. And you have the full multiplayer mode, so. That too. Just saying. All right, we're plowing through news, sir. Uh, PlayStation 5. This comes um, from Euro Gamer. Go ahead. Before we forget that, uh, I think since they didn't have multiplayer for Modern Warfare 2, I think they're they're injecting those maps into the Modern Warfare campaign. Just a uh, live people. That's it. They've already been putting some of those in there, but I guess this will be like the the last push for that game. This will be the last uh, stimulus package type thing. I don't know because they the whoever leaked this out before then said they uh, they're almost done with Modern Warfare 3 remaster. So I'm assuming they're probably gonna do the same thing with their map packs. Uh, whether or not they'll do it before this uh, Black Ops, I don't know, because I think we're at that point where, like Jason Schreier said, that we're going to get a lot of game delays. So. We are. Because this is about the time we start hearing the leaks of Call of Duty 2020, right? Yeah, usually it's the first. Uh, usually do it around uh, some kind of sports events, usually basketball. Um, it's always That's some it. basketball player wearing some Call of Duty hat, and they're like, oh, this is a new logo. And then they do a commercial on ESPN that weekend or something like that. It's usually how they always do it. It's the same bullshit every time. It's but just it's, like uh, the, we can depend on that, and we can depend on Assassin's Creed keychains at GameStop. Yeah. It's just like the, this This year is going to be fucking weird, because like if we do get any sports events, I, they like schedule them all in the fall. It's like it's going to be like... I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. It's like, was it the Masters is in November? It's like, there's going to be fucking something going on, like, two things a day. Yep. Like, that and whatever new consoles come out, and I'm like, something's got to give. It's been weird without sports, man. I, I follow so many teams and so many leagues, and it, I know you're the same way. It's so bizarre. I'm in shambles just sitting in my chair watching news constantly. It's like, I guess this is what they want me to do. There's nothing else on. We had tickets to, uh, you know, Liverpool's having a historic season. We had tickets to this past Friday and Saturday's Braves games, which, you know, I, I, it's funny. I didn't get an email from StubHub until, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, so like three days before. And yeah. StubHub was like, hey, your event's been pushed back indefinitely. We'll let you know when it's been, when a new time and date has been arranged. I was like... Okay, the MLB shut down like a month ago. You could have given me a heads up at some point. Yeah, I guess unless they were trying to be slick and hoping that maybe something would have been like announced. But I mean, everybody's playing it safe at this point. Nobody knows. So yeah, I mean, even MLB's, even even then, are we going to be even in the stadiums? Right. I mean, MLB's I, kicking around playing in the spring training facilities with no fans, like you're saying. Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's it's going to be the same thing for. I mean, every sport brings people all over. I mean, this, it seems like this year would be the year where that everybody's just going to be playing in empty stadiums, which makes sense. It just sucks for college football because I don't know how they're going to make money, but 
Uh, don't worry about college football. Well, don't worry about big college football teams. Yeah. The little ones might struggle, but uh, there's nothing wrong with uh, the big the big schools. They got plenty of money, and, especially uh, in those programs. The most interesting thing uh, that uh, it's going to happen is that uh, you saw David uh, Silver, David Silver, Adam Silver, I can't remember what his name is, a commissioner Adam for the Silver. NBA, Adam Silver. Paul Taglebu. And uh, he said that uh, they were thinking about pushing back basketball anyways. They're going to use this opportunity to just change basketball permanently. So uh, the new plan, the new plan is instead of the finals being in uh, May, June-ish, it's going to be the finals are going to stay in August, September, and they're not going to start the league up until January. That way they don't compete with football. Okay. Uh, they were scared to do it because they were scared to push the trigger, but it said because all this stuff happens, it's like they're going to take advantage of it and just do that now. As well. Their plan is to play the NBA Finals this August this year, and then they're going to start up the, the league again in January. Might so it, well. won't be, it won't be October. We won't get the Christmas games like we always do. It should yeah. be starting up right around when football is cooling down. So I don't know if it really interferes with the market or not, but the NBA season always runs with hockey also. So you have the NBA Finals and you have the Stanley Cup Finals running at the same time. Yeah. It'd be nice to have some gaps in the, you know, the penultimate playoff series for those two sports also. It's kind of hard when Atlanta's team's in Canada, so I, I try to care, but, you know. <laughs> I haven't picked up on a hockey team to, to live and die for. I don't need another sport, but uh, I, mean, I do what, enjoy what, what do they want us to do? Was it Nashville or the Carolinas, right? Maybe yep. Florida. That's the only three closest to us, and I'm like, eh. Yeah, it's either Predators or Hurricanes, basically. That's where the fan bases went, at least, for the ones that didn't go to Winnipeg. Oh, I got a – there's one dude in my job is still rooting for Winnipeg, so – he never let go. Couldn't do it, man. Yeah. I was hurt. I couldn't do it. Uh, let's not dive too deep into this PlayStation 5 tech spec thing. That was March 29th, and all that information's already out there. Uh, it was basically a GDC presentation that was pre-recorded, and because GDC got pushed back, they just kind of released it. Uh, it was Mark Cerny in his very Mark Cerny technical way going into tech specs of the PlayStation 5. Yeah. Um, we got the confirmation of uh, the true power output and some variables on the CPU processing. Is this? It was odd to me that um, Sony's PR this generation coming up generation is a little bit weird. So I don't know why they would uh, advertise this to the masses right. like they did, and a lot of people were like getting hyped up about it. And this is it wasn't for the masses. I mean, all the people looked at was teraflops, and it's like, oh, doesn't match up to the other console. It's weaker. Yep, this this console sucks automatically. We're just throwing it out, even though you know <laughs> that one has some different stuff on there. I mean, we won't know until they you know they actually start showing it. So yeah, pros but, and cons and optimization and all that kind of stuff. So did uh, yeah. uh, did anything jump out at you as as exciting? We're both in the tech industry, so we kind of speak this language a little bit. But is there something that jumped out to you that that has you excited excited from the technical side? Um, the speed issue. A lot of the games we're playing now, I'm tired of the loading aspect. So uh, whether or not a lot of there's a lot of people who are, are Xbox fans who uh, negate the additional uh, speed um, throughput that the console is theoretically capable of doing, which is pretty impressive on there uh, for the PS5. It's ridiculous. And they're sitting that, there like, well, they're like, Xbox has this SSD also, so uh, it's not going to be a difference. And I'm like, uh, it, all of it's theoretical, but if they can push those numbers. It's going to be a difference. So. That throughput, that bandwidth yeah. that the PS5 can theoretically do, that custom SSD, I mean, he spent a lot of time on that, and that was impressive, and that that really sets it apart. 
not even available in the market yet. Nope. Like, regular PCs don't even have it yet. I nope. mean, at least he, he, they gave us the ability to upgrade. They could have been a dick and be like, nope, enjoy your less than terabyte hard drive and just constantly just move over. Because I'm sure you can use an external, but it's going to be like, you're going to have to move data over constantly. You're not right. going to run anything off that external. That external is just going to nope. be like extra game storage. That That's way you're it. not sitting there popping a the disc in there. Or um, old stuff. Old stuff is my theory, kind of like Xbox does with, uh, you know, you're going to be able to play 360 and Xbox One games off that hard drive, but you won't be able to play Series X games off the external. Uh, the, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm just amazed. that the, I, I really, I don't know what's going on with Sony and this PR thing. They're just like, they're a mixed bag. I mean, they, they went out there on the backwards compatibility and they were like 100 games and everybody was stuck on that. And, I, and you know, when they had to go back and listen to it, he said the 100 games in the boosted mode was confirmed. So it seems like everything be it seems like most everything will be backwards compatible, but to use the full capabilities of the like they when they showcase Spider Man with the faster load speeds and all that, yeah. not everything's probably going to be 100% out the back with that because I mean even boost mode on the PS4 Pro was still iffy on certain titles. You know some titles right. are not made to be made like that. See the, the there's a lot of mixed messaging on there and it seems you know it's just I don't know it seems like uh, it's really weird. I don't know what they're doing. And that's what it, they have a lot of that uh, fear and was it fear, uncertainty and FUD? Doubt. Doubt, yeah. Because remember somebody put out there that, that secretly that, that since they're using variable CPUs that the system's overheating and they're going to push it back and that's why they haven't shown anything. So people oh were like, God. this is a whole thing. It was crazy. Somebody put it on Twitter and it was like from an insider that worked for uh, Windows Central. I'm like, that worked for Microsoft uh reporter that happened to put on there like yeah the ps5 is actually having overheating issues and they're trying to redesign it and they don't want to look like the xbox and it's like jason schreier to go in there's like i literally heard this from nobody and then people were trying to jump <laughs> on on him and it's like it's like it's just somebody's just doing fud man it's just like there's no information so they're just taking advantage and just sitting there just like yeah i don't know it's it's, it's weird man this is weird at this point i just pull myself away from the new consoles even on the xbox even though phil's uh Spencer's been more upfront about it. At this point, I'm just going to wait till everything comes out and just be surprised because it's like I'm, I'm tired of the constant rumors. I'm tired of the constant speculation. I'm t- it's just like it's nonstop. I just rather that, just it's that buildup, man. It's that cycle. Yeah, but it's it's I knew this was going to happen where like people were saying, oh, what, like 14 terabyte PS5 and it wasn't it. You know, it was like 1.5 less and people were like, oh, weaker console. <laughs> Did you see the uh, back to the SSD thing when they were talking about Mark Cerny was talking about the Jack 2 map, like the city loading and how the yeah. assets loaded and all that. Man, I love that shit. I love those deep dives. This this was up my alley. I watched it start to finish. I was glued to it. And the, the other most, thing, go ahead. The most surprising thing was, uh, I didn't mean to interrupt, I'm sorry, was the, before we move on, was the Sony, Sony Vio laptop, the Vio laptop. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. That's what we were texting about. I was like, where did he get that Vio? So, That's the most important thing. So what's funny is I looked it up. So Vio still exists. There's still, still company in Japan. Um, they actually make laptops in Japan, here, and a couple other countries. And Sony still owns 25% of them. Even though there's like a they call it, they call it like Japanese partners or something like that owns 75% of the company. Sony still owns 25%. They still own the Vio trademark. So um, they're using it with their permission. Apparently the whole Sony Vio team moved over to this new company. So they're still designing these laptops. I went on their Sony Vio website. They're still pretty fucking expensive, and I'm like, oh, like a, shit. They're, 60, they're sexy as fuck, though. I'll give you that much, but. They are. I've always liked Vios. As soon as yeah. I saw, as soon as they showed the podium, Mark Cerny with that Vio computer, I was like, oh, my God, dude, how did this happen? I thought they pulled out of a closet anywhere, but, like, no, they're still fucking making them. Yeah, they're, they're like, just as expensive as MacBooks. They're, like, $1,900. Yeah. 
Oh, they've always been expensive. I dreamed of a bio back in the day, man. Uh, the the only other note I wanted to make, and then we can move on. The uh, they spent a lot of time talking about the audio. There's a Tempest audio engine, and he talked a lot about the 3D audio. Like he traced audio from the PlayStation One to the Two. And apparently the the four was a step back from the digital audio converter that was on the PS3. Yeah. So he just like stuff that you don't really hear all the time. You know these candid conversations from somebody who designed that knows the guts in and out. And I'm I'm an audio person. Like I always want to strive for, you know, the right sound bar. I want to have headphones for certain type immersive experiences. So you give me a 3D audio because graphics are only going to go so far. You know, you and I can play retro stuff and still get a good time out of the game, but audio, especially 3D audio, experiencing it with VR and stuff, that is a that is a landscape where where it can take off for sure. I mean, at this point, both consoles. I mean, we're at 4K, 120 frames per second. I don't know how much more we can go. I mean, they're they're doing 8K, but most people, the human eye, can't even differentiate 8K. Right. Unless somebody changes the way that how game worlds are made, where you can actually see the difference. But it's like. Uh, it's a little bit overkill now, so I'm like, I think at 4K 120 frames, I think we're at that resolution that we can all perceive. Because I mean, if we're gonna enjoy 8K, we're gonna have to buy like screens that are bigger than 100 inches. Nobody's gonna be able to afford that. So now, at least, or where the fuck are you gonna put it? I got I mean, room in here. We'll have one in the studio. I mean, it, it would literally fulfill my dream of playing uh, Marcus Phoenix that is bigger than me. It would be a <laughs> six foot park Marcus <laughs> Phoenix. I'm not even six feet, so I'm like. Always been my dream is to play. Why is it your Why is it your ultimate your ultimate dream to play as a life size Marcus Phoenix? I'll be like I'll be like Star Lord and be like finally I can die now. (laughs) Oh, I love that ultimate dream. Yep, just running around. Marcus Phoenix is taller than me. Grind, dumb. (laughs) We're still gonna be playing River. We're just gonna play the one map we know and love. All right, so that was the uh, tech spec PS5 show. Uh, let's talk about game delays. There's two big ones. Da, 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 da. It's a new segment. Uh, what game's going to be delayed this week? Because it's going to be a lot of them. Yeah, it could be a segment at this point, couldn't it? Uh, that's my favorite one. <laughs> Schreier, when somebody asked, was like, you expect any other uh, game delays? And, and uh, any of them or any other ones? It's like, he says all of them. <laughs> he says all, all of them. All of them. <laughs> They're gonna be any more all of them. <laughs> it was already. Remember, he already said game delay season has begun, so it was already going. I mean, the first one technically was Wasteland Three because that was supposed to come out in May, and then they pushed it back to August, and they state it was because of the whole working from home aspect, trying to get that done. And okay. then we had uh, what was it uh, the Minecraft game, which got pushed back until May because of the whole working from home. But I don't think it mattered because we weren't gonna get a physical version of that anyways, and it was gonna be digital across all platforms. Was that the so, Minecraft Diablo? Yeah, which I'm. Uh, Probably gonna day one because I do love me some Diablo. So I'll try it out. If you'll download it on Game Pass, I'll try it out with you. At, why not? I got Game Pass for another year. Whether or not I have Game Pass past that depends on how much I can get Game Pass for cheap because I really don't use Game Pass that often. I haven't been hitting it up like I need to, but I, I haven't had time to game in anything. So well, we'll as see. we'll discuss, things might change in the next generation as these new uh, games come out. So we'll see. Yep. I say that now, but you know Microsoft has a show in their hand on everything they got coming out and they got a lot of studios so there could be they're hitting that generation where they're going to might be rapid fire releases so it might be worth holding on to at this point so yeah the payoff from buying all those studios up getting ready for this generation 
Yeah, because a lot of the games we're getting now, like uh, I, I haven't played the new Ninja Theory game. I've downloaded Bleeding Edge. And, you know, grounding, a lot of that stuff seems to be internal concepts that we're running around, kicking around inside those uh, companies before they were purchased. And right. Microsoft's like, hey, do your thing. And they were like, all right, we're going to revive these things that, you know, we can generate interest anywhere else. And they're like, yeah, sure, go for it. And so I think that's we're kind of getting, getting those Band-Aids though, until they uh, get fully integrated in that system. So. Yeah. All right, the two games delayed uh, after Wasteland and all that are Last of Us 2 and Iron Man VR. We already talked about it. I don't know why I had yeah. to look at it. So, so you uh, said it was it was because of printing decisions and things like that. Do you think the fact that it's a game about a pandemic wiping out certain bits of population had anything to factor in? No, I would say it would be if it... If, if it I mean, I don't think it matters because, I mean, it's the same thing with Resident Evil 3. I played Resident Evil 3. They talk about the whole uh, outbreak of the virus outbreak in the beginning. And she, and it, what's crazy is Jill's quarantining herself in 30 days in her apartment. <laughs> Which is, uh, you know, is a little weird when you start out the game that way. But I'll go more about that in the game's play. But um, it, there's a lot of similarities with what Jill's going through that we're going through right now. But I'll kind of point it out there. And it just is a, it's weird timing. Uh, I don't think it is. I, I think uh, what it is, somebody have, went ahead and did the statistics. Where uh-huh. like I can I can even see like certain games like Xenoblade get pushed back because they said seventy uh, percent of people buy physical copy games on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, a lot of that probably is because of memory limitations. Right, uh, they, they don't make it easy because there's only thirty two gigs in there. That and you only can get up to five hundred twelve. I mean, some people that console sells a lot of indies, so some people fill that shit up. Yep. And then um, I think it's 55 to 60 percent on PlayStation. Um, the majority of people go digital on Xbox. That's why Xbox is like Minecraft Dungeons, whatever. You know, we're going to digital, digital anyways before we do a physical copy. So it's not a big deal. Who broke so, these numbers down? Can we quote anybody? Uh, Somebody. It's, it was deep in the Twitter thread where, where people were uh, kind of harping. I got to find it. And I forgot who it was. One uh, of the analyst guys. Yeah, I think it was in Daniel Ahmed's thread. He kind of responded like people were like, why don't they just release this digital? And Jason Schreier was kind of jumping in there too, like, hey, like you already slowed down the network. This game's a 100 gig game. Yep. And you, you want people to download the 100 gigs in different regions where people don't have high speed and some people don't have access to the internet. And it's like you have a lot of fans for this game and you're going to, you don't want spoilers to get out there. You don't want disappointment to get out there. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed at how well the Final Fantasy VII people have not, for the remake, have not done spoilers from Australia or the UK. A lot of people I see on Twitter like, I want to talk about this game so bad, but I'm going to be nice and, and wait until everybody gets it, you know. Right. So it's just, I think it's just the whole, since those are single-player games, I think that's the thing. I mean, if it was multiplayer, maybe it'd be a little bit different. Like, it was like the Alien versus Predator, but like, eh, it's multiplayer, you know. <laughs> you know, he... You could delay you could delay the physical copy and just release the a digital one for people to play, you yeah. know. I mean So that is the major holdup is is like literal manufacturing of these printing? Uh I think uh somebody I can't remember if it was Daniel Mid or Jason Schreier confirmed I think it was Jason Schreier said it was it's just because the game's almost done, they're in the final uh, bug test and they still gotta print the discs. They gotta print the artwork, they gotta go to manufacturing production and it's just they can't do it now, they're all working from home, you know. Right. And, you Sony know, Studios he, always sends out like you know they'll it'll be somebody holding a disc up saying here's the gold master and I haven't I don't know that I've seen that yet from Last of Us. No, I think they're finishing up the the bugs, uh, debugging which would probably be finishing up in any week or two now. That's what they were saying. 
So we probably would get that photo like final press print probably 30 days before, kind of like they usually do. Gotcha. But yeah, Yeah, it's delayed indefinitely, right? There was no date given for it. Yeah, I think they're just delaying until whenever they can get back in the office. I think at this point they don't want to promise anything. I think it'd be a little premature, like, oh, we think everything would be back to normal in August. And, you know, you know, because you see Japan's already starting to go through their whole uh, coronavirus outbreak right now. So, like. They've lost a couple of uh, celebrities over there, and then they're they're starting to hit uh starting to hit bad where they're getting ready to do a corn uh stay at home and already talking about doing a stimulus over there. I mean we don't see that much over here because we're seeing a lot of uh, what we're seeing here outside of uh what we see in Spain and Italy just because of so much death they have over there. Um, sucks, man. Sucks everywhere. I hope we never have anything like this again. Hope. Uh, I don't know, man. This this is all new for us, so you know it's a little bit different for China because China they were forced to do it because of the way their society works. But then you know they're a little bit more used to it because they deal with SARS and and bird flu and other stuff like other epidemics. So that's why right. they always wear the mask and you know that because of small control. You know that I had to order some fucking cloth masks so that way when I do go to the grocery store. I don't have to worry about uh, getting sick or yeah. Holy hell, if I'm lucky, I'm I was I was already sick and gotten over it. So we'll see. I haven't been going out with one. You know, we went to the grocery stores three days ago at this point, and uh, the CDC recommendation. The CDC is based in Atlanta. Their recommendation as of today was uh, was the cloth masks. Yeah. So I'll be doing the same. I'll be following suit. Yeah, and I think uh, you know the other you know the Surgeon General was like, hey, just send. They they're like, this next two weeks is not the week to even go to the grocery store, or even do random bullshit. They're like, stay at home. Like, if you do have to go out for anything, just like just send one person. Don't bring the whole family. It's like I remember going to Walmart, and it's like all these kids and families. It's like I get it, you're in the house and you're bored, but I'm like, why are you gonna take this chance and hog it up? And so now it's to the point where Walmart and I just drove by Food Depot today. Food Depot had a line out in the parking lot where they're just letting out certain amount of people because you know some people just i get it we're antsy we're not used to this yeah you know and some people they're beating people it's like they got to do what they got to do because you know we're getting you know we're getting people in those stores who are sacrificing their health and their time and everything to get a paycheck and getting them sick yep so it's like because people can't sit and know how to act right you know like just you know leave your family at home send one person you know and they don't make no sense you don't need everybody in there to to go shopping, but I get it. I understand. But you know, I go out to the, I went to the park today to exercise, and there's a lot of people out there this afternoon. So, okay, um, which is fine. There was enough out there where we had enough space between everybody, and everybody kind yeah. of minded business, and they walked away from each other as we walked by. So, yeah. we maintained. I had like a scarf around my face. So, uh, we're fortunate I, uh, since we've been stuck here. We now live in a neighborhood, a sidewalk community. So I think I've offered you this before, but you can come run here if you want to. And there's there's people out and about, but they are respecting, you know, each other's spaces and, and distances when they pass on the sidewalk and things like that. But we've yeah. been able to get out and get our fresh air and get our exercise as well. Because yeah, the only people I'm like, you know, near is like when we're, uh, my cousin Renee was in town, you know, because I mean, mm-hmm. anybody that basically live in the same household, they're the only people I'm nearby. Everybody else, like, I respect that thing on there. So. Right. Um. But yeah, outside of that, I mean, yeah. Otherwise, I would uh, t- take you up on your invitation. But knowing my luck and uh, 
and the how the law is, my ass would get pulled over. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stay at home. Go back home. Yeah, you can't randomly just drive through the streets and it's like a misdemeanor. Like my my job made it very clear. Um, they will not have our backs if we uh got caught. Damn. Not uh just wandering around outside of uh what was recommended to us. So. At least you know. So I, right, I, I kept, my, kept my nose clean. Ready going to games played? Yeah. It's been about, what, like uh, almost an hour, surprisingly? 52 minutes. Look at that. I can count time. Look I at us. Got it. Who would have thought? thought. Yeah. <laughs> Look it's at us now. Me, better than me waking up. I was like, damn, is today Monday or is it Friday? It's like fucking Groundhog I know. I don't know what day it is. I don't know what, what – I just know it's April. Sometime in April, I got to look at my watch to figure out what day it is and what day of the week it is. I have so, no, I have no sports. I have no events. I have nothing to keep track of which day is what. And some, uh, some radio, some TV station in Ohio, they were talking about on the TV was uh, doing that. What day it is? Was their segment where somebody just walks by like, what day it is? And they're like, today's Friday. And he just keeps walking. It was like a two, two second segment. He just names the day of the week. And I was like, oh man, they're doing God's work. Like, what day is it? Today's Friday. And he just walks on. And it doesn't even go into detail. It just stops by to say what today's day is. And it's like it's funny because it's like it's like what's today's day is and it's a segment with so and so and it's like like a whole big deal. So. We need some comedy, man. I watched this bit. It's uh we did the little Paul Rudd bit a minute ago. It's his birthday today, so somebody put this clip up. It's from a radio show or Comedy Central or something. I've never seen this before. You have to tell me if you've seen this clip. He's following a comedian and it's like the comedian's dragging him down the street. The guy's got a microphone. He just goes up to random people. He's like, for a dollar, would you have sex with Paul Rudd? And Paul Rudd's standing right there, and they're asking him questions and things like that. The bit is is only like two minutes. It's hilarious. Some of the women are like, yeah, a dollar? Yeah, sure. I'll do it for free. And then uh, <laughs> he asks this guy, and the guy's like, no. And the comedian says, why not? He said, he's a guy. He's like, come on, look at him. Look at Paul Rudd. Look at his eyes. He's like, yeah, probably. <laughs> But uh, there's there's all kind of responses. It's crazy. It was it was pretty funny. He got hugs from people, and the comedian has these lines that he comes back to people with. It was it was a pretty good bit. I had to find it and send it to you post show. All right, games played. Are we gonna just focus on Animal Crossing and do other stuff later? <laughs> we can. I mean, I, I literally dreaded when uh, after the ten days we're gonna pass to see how much time I put in that game. Uh, yeah. Uh, I thought I thought it was gonna be a lot less. Let's put it that way. I thought it was gonna be like uh, it feels like I put like thirty hours in this game, but it's like maybe it was just like fifteen, and yeah. it was fucking thirty hours after the ten days. I'm like I was like oh my <laughs> god. My first clock popped up uh, popped up at ten hours, which for me yeah. is a lot of game time. Uh, what do you think of it so far? Obviously you like it. Uh, it's just very uh, I don't know. How to describe it is, I mean, you, you get into a rhythm with it. It's weird. You do. Like it's, the, it's, I know what you mean by the rhythm because you aren't actually, it's not a rhythm game. Uh, you're not doing the same thing every day, but you have tasks that you do and you have things that you look forward to and people that you talk and interact with. Uh, it's very soothing. I know that much. It's calm. Yeah. Selling yeah. random bullshit and just building shit. It's just like, it's, I don't know. It's a game about nothing. It's like the fucking Seinfeld of video games. Yeah. I tell you, you know, there's things that get in my way when I'm playing a game. Like, I'm playing this game wrong. I don't I don't think I'm doing it right. And I know there's people like min-maxing turnips. And, like, I haven't even gotten the turnips yet. I, I remember they're in Animal Crossing, but I don't know what they are. 
No, but, fuck uh, the turnips. I, fuck the turnips. Cause I sit there now. I, I, I was like, <laughs> everybody talks about how great the turnips are. Show me like 400, 400 bell prices on there. I'm like, all right, let me buy 150 of them. Sat there the whole week, whole fucking week, and it's like none of them above 100. dollars I'm like, I had to sell it on Monday for like 47. dollars I like, I lost like half, 50 percent price. I was like, fuck you. You got I think I, I ended up working late over some weekend or something like that. And I ended up waking up afternoon or something like that. And I missed up the turnip lady on Sunday. And I'm like, cause she leaves afternoon. I'm like, I guess I'm not doing turnips this week. And I was like, I'm not even check the prices. Cause I know my, my ass is going to be pissed. Like Tuesday, I'd be like 700 bells, a turnip. I'm like, you know, like <laughs> after all, all last week, you Timmy fucking bastard raccoon. It's in there like undercutting me every time, like 47 cents. I'm like, like sure. So, I, when does the turnip stuff show up? When does that even come around? And what do you do with them? You just flip them, right? They're like stocks. Yeah, that's all it is. It's like it's, you don't do anything with them. It's like it's like she comes up there like I think from like six a.m. to like noon on Sundays is every Sunday, and they don't buy turnips on Sundays. So at that Sundays point, when the carpet the carpet camel shows up, right? Ah, uh, yeah, I see them a couple of times there. I just don't ever buy shit from. Okay. So like I got a lot going on in my island because I'm at the point where I got like like ten people on the island. Got bridges everywhere. I have I two th- people. I have no bridges. I still have that fucking pogo stick thing. Uh, I got the Able Sisters are already there selling me clothes. Uh, I already got the Nook shop open. That's uh, what I'm building now. When I wake up in the morning, I'll have the Nook shop. It's it's the groundwork's down now. It took forever to get that fucking iron ore. It took forever. The iron ore is bullshit. Like getting 20 of them in the beginning, it's like. You only have like two rocks to get off there. It's like you have to keep yeah. buying, keep buying fucking nook miles to go to different islands and hopefully get it. So I just did my first nook mile trip today. I got uh I got coconuts. Do you need coconuts? Uh no. Um I have coconuts. I have apples. I have uh, oranges. I have peaches. You need cherries. I have cherries. So how do we send them to each other? I I keep trying to. Do we have to be online at the same time or something? Yeah, I have to raid your island and like take your shit. And you have to go in there and raid mine. Like so, but you're not the weight of mine because I like I literally went through and picked all my fruit and sold it all, so I don't have anything. So we can't send it. There's a there's a letter option in the Dodo Airlines. We can't yeah, but just mail fruit to each other. Will, I can mail shit to people on my island, but I can't mail shit to other people. I haven't had that. It's like it won't let me mail shit to people on like on my friends list or anything like that. So okay. you have to like when you when you know you got the Nook Miles. You have to go in there like, hey, I want to visit another person's island. I got to go. Yeah. Like, We both have to be in line at the same time, and then I can okay. visit your island. We can kind of okay. bait each other and just take our shit that way. So Let's just coordinate that way so you can get – if you don't mind, I want to get – I just need one of the other type of fruit. And you have you them all. Cherries. I got cherry trees everywhere. I fucking planted a fucking – there's an orange grove where I had like a little uh, plateau where there's nothing but orange trees. And I have a little plateau where there's nothing but peach trees. And then I have like uh, coconuts all over the fucking beach. So – I don't know what the other fruit is. So you have cherries and there's one more fruit. I think there's six total. I almost have them all. I thought there were five. Cherries, coconuts, peaches, oranges, apples. Is there five or six? Yeah, I had the bullshit apples to begin with. I started oh. with cherries. I mean, I, I lost I lost my shit when I went on the island. I was like, oh, God, oranges. I was like, do I see what I see? So I something like, happened. I had oranges on my island like the third day and I never went anywhere. It just popped up. I'm not sure where it came from. How do I send you stuff? Because I've got like an extra water cooler. Do you have a water cooler yet? 
So there are six fruits in Animal Crossing. Okay. I'm looking this up right now. Answer answer the water cooler. Do you have a water cooler? No. Can I send it to you somehow? I'm holding on to it to send you a water cooler. Fucking pears. I don't have pears. Somebody pears. Somebody's been screaming at the podcast for the past ten minutes. It's fucking pears. It's the one I started out with, you stupid shits. Pears, motherfuckers. Y'all don't know games. So I have a full, uh, fully functioning bathroom. Uh, I saw you uh, jump on the toilet. I have a toilet. I have a sink. I have a shower. Uh, I just paid off my third mortgage. Uh, there's five total. I just opened okay. up number four, which is uh, 600,000 bills. Holy shit. Um, I think I'm at two stars for the island rating. Somebody was on Twitter like, I beat the game. Like, Risu, she like, I beat the game. Because it's like, she, she got like a five out of five stars for her rating. And they're like, okay. Isabella's like, there's nothing else you can do. And she's like, I beat fucking Animal Crossing. <laughs> I know she's bullshitting, but you know, that's... That was her. That was her. It's just funny. Yeah. Um. I, I don't know, man. I got. I, I look. I look back at everything I did in that fucking game, and there's did a fucking lot. It's crazy. It's fun though. You you have. I think it does a good job of having like short term girl goals mixed in with long term goals. There's something to do every day. There's something to do at different times of the day, and then there's stuff that you can see happening throughout the weeks as they yeah. go by. Uh, the best thing about this one, I've played all the Animal Crossing games, and this is by far, in my opinion, the most accessible, the most fun. Uh, they added the Nook Miles, which are like little achievements that you can check off every day. Yeah. Like, I almost always have five fish, catch five fish, and you get extra Nook Miles. And the Nook Miles, like you said, can be redeemed for going to other islands. They can be redeemed for like uh, T-shirts and jukeboxes and things yeah. like that that are in the, the island shop. Like, uh, yeah, because I sat there and bought every fucking uh, uh, album of uh, KK Slider, so. You're, you've collected all of them? Oh, yeah, it's in the boombox. There's one that says, uh, there's one called Comrade KK, which is like a Russian-esque uh, Soviet music. And it's funny because I had my turnips thrown on the ground, and I walked in, and I was like, this looks like fucking Soviet Russia. I'm like, there's turnips all over the ground, and it's uh, coming in, it's like uh, Soviet music playing on the radio. That's great. Yeah. Comrade KK. I'm going to have to listen to it on YouTube. I haven't been buying those because I've been trying to hoard up my Nook Miles. Oh, well, those are sold in Bells, not Nook Miles. Yeah, I've only used... Uh, oh, yeah, you buy them from Timmy or Tommy, whichever one that is. Uh, you know, you buy them from the ATM. Because the ATM, you have a, a thing for Nook Miles, <coughs> and then you have a thing for like an online store. Because you, you buy it, and then they mail you the CD in the mail. You get it the next day. And then uh, you have something called ABD, which is uh, where you do your... Um, Pay off your mortgage. Mortgage loan, yeah. I just paid off my third loan just to get into another one for 600,000 bills. I'm like, God, I'll never get out of debt. I'm on the 200,000 one, I guess. I guess I mean, I'm on for you. I'm in the, I'm at the point where I'm like building the fucking infrastructure. So I'm like, it's bad where it's like, uh, it's like, you got to tell him if you want to build a ramp or a bridge. And then he's like, all right, I need 10,000 of your bills to give you this thing so you can plot where it goes. And I'll send you a thousand no points. And it's on, on top of that, not only that, I still have to raise 128,000 bells to build the fucking bridge itself. And so it's like, so you have like this little weird thing that looks like an enemy from Kirby that comes out there. It's like, like a weird tree cactus thing that just sits there and just asks random people from the island, like, hey, donate. So I was like, all right, fuck it. 
I was like, and the, he goes in this whole spill, like, hey, yeah, like, you have to pay for this to get this bridge bill and this ramp You bill. pay this much. Basically. But <laughs> don't worry. Other people from the island can donate, too. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I was like, I'll give it a dare, too. I've never and seen it, them do that. I've never seen them donate. They didn't donate wood or iron ore for that fucking shop. No, it's different for the bells. They don't do, okay. they don't, they don't do shit for, like, the items. So I was okay. like, I, I'll give it, like, a dare, too. It's like, all right, maybe they'll, they'll do, like, maybe, like, half or something like that. I was being optimistic. I go up yeah. there's like six hundred bells after like two days. I'm like, well, fine, I'll just fucking do it myself. I'm like, at this point, hold on to your bells, you stingy bastards. I'm like, I, I, I don't, I don't need your help. Six hundred uh, bells. I'm over here like getting excited, like, oh, you know, people are helping. It's like, all yeah. I have six hundred bells. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. What are y'all doing? You're like, I'm we're an here. actual community. It's working. I'm fucking beautifying the island. I'm going there talking to Isabella. I'm getting the reviews, thinking about all the people on the island saying my island is shit. That's why we only have two stars. I'm like, I'm, I'm fucking building everything. Build more fences. Y'all fucking help me out build more fences. Nope. Welcome to Soviet Russia. You're carrying all the weight. You made this future. You made this happen with your oh, tournaments God. and your comrade KK. They are, they have fucking uh, barbed wire as a uh, Nook Miles thing for uh, fences. Oh, I'm thinking about just buying barbed wire and just doing fucking uh, Guantanamo <laughs> Bay around the whole island. I'm like, at this point, like, none of these bitches are getting off, so... Use it to uh, trap that fucking rabbit that keeps jumping around. Somebody put that that image on there where they put a cage on the tree and got the rabbits. <laughs> like, I finally did it. <laughs> then I saw, I saw somebody put on Twitter, like, when you walk away from the rabbit, when he's out of line of sight, he quits bouncing around. He, like, breathes a sigh of relief and then just stays still. It's creepy yeah, as yeah. hell. Game is good, man. I'm loving it. Uh, really, I am enjoying like it, I yeah. S- like I said, it's real relaxing and soothing. It's a game of we right. now sometimes. Oh, yeah. This is the perfect game for this time, I think. Um, outside of Animal Crossing, I did want to touch on Jack and Daxter. I'm replaying the first game on the PS3 collection again. But I've gotten further than I've ever gotten into it before. I just did the I unlocked the Fire Sage, like which is like the second level. You have to build up all these precursor orbs to... Use the heat shield for the girl. I, I think her name's Kiara. And then you can do a, a little game thing to ride the the uh, the land speeder thing across the fire canyon. Uh, I can see where they took inspiration from Mario 64 and like made it this open world thing. The way they linked the precursor orbs and unlocking p- bits of the map and stuff like that. Um, Jack and Dexter's a good ass game, dude. I'm digging it. I'm excited to. I beat the first one on the PS2, but I did it on uh, PS3 backwards compatibility. Like, way back in the day, for oh. whatever reason. I went through the whole game and before they even came out with the fucking uh, remasters. Right. It's good, man. Uh, something I've run into, I, I wonder if you've encountered this. I know you've been playing more PlayStation now than anything, but I've got two PS3 controllers that look mint, and they just fritz out, man. Like, the buttons don't work right. Um I'll be running around with Jack and Daxter and they like start crouching all of a sudden out of nowhere. I don't know if they just need to be like blown out, dusted real good or like I've taken care of them. There's no spills. There's nothing sticky in there. I know that they've been in a, they've been in a crate literally for probably four years, but they just, uh, they stick. It's unreliable for a platformer. It's hard to play. You know, you encountered that with a uh, PS3 controllers at all. I got two of them that do it. I'm not. It's weird. Unless somebody's in there uh, slinging coke and when you weren't there. That has happened at a Halo day, so <laughs> not saying it didn't happen. 
but that's all I've been playing. I've got probably five or six hours in Jack and Daxter. Um, it's a good ass game. That animation of the animation of Jack getting the um, when they get a new precursor orb, like yeah, the animation one. of him. Yeah, he, yeah. The <laughs> when dancing he dancing and the freaking humping. <laughs> I love it, man. They're like so excited when they do it <laughs> when it works. Oh, this shit's so funny. You got any games you played, sir? Uh, or do yes. you want to wrap up this show? We've got well, an no. hour and eight minutes. I got I got a couple of games real quick, but I need to take a break. All right, let's take a quick break, and we'll yep. be right back. You ready to wrap this up? Mine's not going to be that long. I only have, what, three games on there? Let's do it to it. What have you played, sir? So uh, I've played that game that everybody's been playing right now, Raiden 4 Overkill on PlayStation 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I've been, I've been big on the shoot 'em up so, like, uh, like, you know, I... I got a, I get little breaks here and there, uh, so I did do some PC, uh, PC. I did some PS Now on my PC, yeah. and that was a uh, PS3 game that's on the PS Now uh, okay. Play Store. And I, I just went ahead and just fired up Raiden, uh, Raiden 4, uh, before we got five on the the current gens, and I, I beat the game. Twenty about twenty minutes of me getting pissed because uh some bullshit bullet moves where you know where they do the power ups, <laughs> where oh, yeah. they. They get you out of that comfort zone. The power-up's just right there, and they get you out of that comfort zone. You got to go up just to get that fucking power-up. The power-up's right there. As soon as you get out there, you get capped. Master. And then, like, everything you had is just across the screen, and it's just me just trying to, like, survive a bullet hell to get my power-ups I had before. Oh, man. You're like, no, it wasn't worth it. Instant regret. I'm sitting there like, man, why am I playing this fucking game? I'm like, I'm at, I'm like, the little breaks I get at work, I'm like, I'm, now I'm just pissed. Like, like people sending me stuff at work, and I'm just pissed now. I'm like, <laughs> fucking bullet, shoot 'em up, hell game. And that's all I could think about. Somebody's like, hey, can you do something? Like, no, fuck that game. I'm like, yeah, what do you want? So I'm like, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, outside that, I mean, it's just, it's you know, the, it's just uh, one of those games that if, you know I don't have a lot of time to sit there and play, and it's you know, like I get 15 minute breaks and chunks in there, or like an hour lunch, I'll just. I'll pop it through and get through there. Uh, the only accomplishment that I'm really proud of is that uh, I actually beat Final Fantasy VII Remote Play throughout the whole thing. I beat the whole game. Hell yeah. Yeah. How long was your clock? How many hours? 45 hours. Okay. <laughs> Did that in a week. I, was, I didn't even know what was happening. Between wow. that and fucking Animal Crossing. Uh, so, yeah, I fucking beat the the PS4 version where I, I just went through it all. Like, I'm like... Yep, I'm ready for the remake. I'm like, I'm ready to uh, be like, this is it. I beat the whole fucking game already. You know, like, all you give me is Midgar. But, that's uh, a hell of an achievement, dude. That's that's well done, sir. It's a big ass RPG. It's three whole yeah. discs. That's three CD ROMs of greatness. Yeah, and the, the, you know, like, there's points in that game where it's like, save for part one, save for part two. So I didn't get to change the disc, but it does uh, prompt me to save. Gotcha. Uh, outside of that, um, I did try to go and fight the. Emerald and Ruby weapon, and I got my ass handed to me, and I'm like, yep, I'm not doing this. <laughs> I, instantaneously, as fuck, as soon as I get the Ruby weapons, like, I'm, everybody's in the sand. Tentacles come up, I'm getting killed instantly, I'm like, fuck this game. I'm I never like, beat them, and I had a badass party on PS1, man, with Knights of the Round and everything. I could never beat either one of them. What the fuck am I like? I'm looking online for strategies. They want me to come in with two people dead on Ruby weapon. I'm like, what the fuck? Come in with two people strategy. dead. Well, because, you know, he automatically does the world when it takes two of your party members out. So they're yep. like, come in with two people dead. Keep track of his 200,000 HP somehow. So they're doing math out of my head and my ass, writing it down. And then, you know, like, right when you think you can manage, bring those fuckers alive. 
and just wail on him before. Because like even if we, when you bring him to life, he's gonna fucking do war win and knock you down to one person. Yep. So I'm like, what, what am I gonna say for like an hour, two hours? What I get from this game, you know? Like, nope. I'll, I'll no, never sir. get the, I'll never get the master summon material. It's the only material I didn't get summon wise because the only way you can get it was being those fuckers. So I'm like. I guess the dream for me to have every fucking summon materials is, is over. I finally fucking got Hades. So I was like, I never had Hades before. So Watch it on YouTube. That's what yeah. I say. Fuck it. I'll Watch it on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, I mean, it's everything that I remembered. Uh, you know, it it does start out a little bit slow in the Midgar parts. Uh, like the very, very beginning to get rolling. Yeah. Because you always had the... Uh, just the whole, like, the lead up to Cloud and the Avalanche and... I mean, there's a lot of stuff like we see is uh, people give like a hard time about like you know how how many people uh, uh, Nate from Uncharted murdered, like they right, fucking right, addressed right. they addressed that shit in Final Fantasy VII. They're like yeah, you fuck because like like freaking freaking Kate Sith was like yeah, you fucking murdered like everybody in the slums when you blew up the reactors, yeah, like, as Avalanche. And then you know, Barrett, Barrett's in there trying to justify like yeah, but it was to save the planet. But it was like yeah, you killed a lot of people who didn't have anything to do with it. You know, they were just innocent like, people. Collateral collateral damage. Like, it hits a lot of themes on there, like, uh, that I didn't notice the first time I played. I kind of enjoyed the second one on there. But the main theme, a lot of it with uh, the whole uh, existential stuff with Cloud trying to figure out, you know, if he was real or not. And, yep. and and then fuck Tifa for, like, sitting there. She's like, none of that stuff sounded right to begin with, even when he's going back into his uh, flashbacks for uh, Nibelheim. And she's sitting there, just keeps quiet. You just hear the dot, dot, dots from her. Like, she's like, none of this makes sense. But she's like, I don't want to say anything because I'm scared of the truth. You yeah, know. she could have she could have tried to straighten it out right there in the beginning. Yeah, but you know, I don't know, man. It's a good game. It's like you said, it's a masterpiece. It still holds up well. Yep, it, it really does. Uh, I love that battle system. It's but you know, look, going through it, I'm like, I don't think this remake's gonna be that bad. I mean, it's not. The game's huge. It's a huge open world, but I don't think it's as lore and everything deep wise and storytelling wise. It seems like the Super Nintendo games were a lot more deeper than the the PlayStation ones. There's a lot of emptiness in those PlayStation games where it's like, yeah, there's a lot going on. There's a big world, but it's like, it's like four towns on the continent. You know what I mean? And not everything had a story bit on there. Now, don't get me wrong. Like Barrett's backstory is great. You know, uh, Tifa and Klaus kind of shared theirs. You know, Red Thirteen had a good backstory. Even Sid's backstory is pretty good, even though he's uh, pretty abusive to the. Uh, yeah, he's a wife beater. Basically. We've mentioned uh, Vincent on another um, another podcast, but you have to dive into his. Yeah, I mean you have to go. Find his. You have to fucking. I, I bred. I bred the fucking go talk about. I got the fucking nice of the round, so I had to. I had to go to the oh. cave with, with Lucretia yep. to get the beginning of his backstory, and then you had to go back into the Shinra mansion to get the other half. When I think he was with, what Zach on that bit, I think, where it kind of intersects on that whole story. Yep. So, I mean, it's good. There's a lot of stuff that's there. I mean, it was good as well done, but I still think. I like it, but I still think this seems like a, like Final Fantasy six and five and four deeper games story wise, in my opinion. But but I think they were able to do that because he didn't they didn't have to rely on graphics and big worlds and stuff like that. So they squeezed everything they could out of the story out of those sixteen bits, and yeah. then they got flashier and pre rendered backgrounds and polygons. It that it kind of swayed that way, and they've only, in my opinion, they've only leaned more into that. They've lost even more of that, you know, four to six charm. Yeah, I wish. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get that again. It's, I mean, I know, I know you love fifteen. I know Michael loves fifteen, but 
I don't think you, even you would argue for that against the the Super Nintendo trilogy, depth wise. No, story wise, you know, I'm always big on story, so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll sit there and argue that the I'm not even that was that big of a Nintendo person, but I would argue that the like when I went through Final Fantasy VI, it was like it was a good ass story. It was very deep and had a lot of moving parts, a lot of moving characters, and you can fucking kill Shadow, you leave him on that fucking island. <laughs> so, I mean, don't get me wrong, Seven was pretty cool because you can fucking beat the game without getting Yuffie or Vincent, you know. It's true. I mean, even when, when you get the final battle, I mean, there, you had to leave two people out of your party, even if you had a complete party, so. Yep. I mean, you could have gone the whole game without them, and Yuffie's story's pretty good with the whole, uh, you know, her collecting materia and them being a uh, Wu-Tai, just being a... Wu-Tai. Uh, you know, a tourist, tourist city because they lost the war, you know, the whole war, they had to kind of go over in Crisis Core with Zach. I mean, that... Yep. I mean, That's this, the that bit whole, I was playing on Crisis Core. So that whole lore in that game is pretty big. It's just it just took many games to kind of spread it about, and not everything was hitting on all cylinders. I mean, even the movie afterwards, like Having Children, was odd that somehow Sephiroth was still fucking alive. But huh. yeah, I'm ex- I'm still excited for Seven Remake. Yeah, I am too. Uh, even though uh, fucking Amazon said like you'll get it the 14th, I'm like it's four days later, I might get that digital copy. I'm okay with it. Uh, I don't know. Thing. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, outside of that, the other game I played this week is uh, fucking Resident Evil 3. Ah, what do you think so far? Uh, I fucking love that game. I love that game on PlayStation 1 also. Um, it's a huge departure from the whole series because when you originally had it on PlayStation 1, this was uh, essentially done as a, you mentioned, you may mention before, this is kind of like a side story. This was not... It was kind of like a, they were kind of torn with it being like an expansion of Resident Evil 2, which is why it kind of it takes place 24 hours before Resident Evil 2 and 24 hours after it in the original one. I, didn't, I don't seem to see that in this one. Because, okay. uh, I mean, there's something happens and Jill's knocked out. And then she, it starts out before Resident Evil 2. And it's not a big deal because it's like it starts out before Resident Evil 2 right after 1. Something happens. Jill's knocked out. Then it picks up right after Resident Evil 2's happened. So that's, that's the only really difference. But it's, gotcha. it's out of the first, you know, one and two was more of a game where they kind of put you in this police station or a mansion and, you know, two kind of expanded upon going to different areas. And they uh, kind of uh, promote uh, exploration where you had to go in there and solve these puzzles and get different access to different rooms, different keys and kind of pick up on the story bits on there. And three's not like that. Three's like a very uh, thriller-esque action game where it's kind of like a when I opened up, when I opened up, when I when I started playing three in the very beginning, it gives me the familiarity of like a fucking Terminator. Like Nemesis is like the fucking Terminator. Like when you're going against like a T1000 or a T800, it's like just coming for you, no matter what you're doing. It's, it just keeps coming for you. It, it gives that impression yes. when you hear that music. Like yeah. they're they're giving their all like to stop it, and it's just it still it still keeps coming. And you're like you can see the desperation in their eyes. Like fuck. <laughs> so it's like. So it's more linear, so it's like you don't have too much of the exploration. Like the beginning of the game, you start out in Raccoon City, and it's like uh, it follows like a very you get a map, but it's a very predetermined shape. It's the same pathway at different branching parts, but it's not very big in exploration because they're coming up. They're like, all right, you um, you meet Carlos, who it's the only time he's ever been in a Resident Evil game. He works for the like an umbrella counter ops team where they're sent there to clean up the mess supposedly. That uh, was cause, um, and I, I mentioned earlier, and I mentioned earlier before that uh, Jill, um, this one kind of mirrors like what we're going through because like you know they kind of change up the story a little bit. Like Jill is having nightmares about becoming a zombie, so uh-huh. 
this takes place after the first game where she has corn she has went up the chain of command and try to bring out the narration of what's going on from umbrella and all that she got suspended from the force she went through the whole thing with the mansion so she's quarantined herself in her apartment for the last 30 days because she's afraid she's infected because they don't know how the infection spreads they know it's from bite they think it could be airborne mm-hmm. uh so she she's having nightmares she's becoming a zombie and she's killing herself um oh god she's not sleeping well and so she's in the quarantine phase right now where she's no she's getting watched by umbrella and she's also getting watched by a raccoon she doesn't know who's watching her so she's just holed up in her apartment waiting to pass this whole phase where she just makes sure she just doesn't become a zombie and so this is when nemesis comes through and starts coming in and basically the umbrella created this nemesis to clean up the the mess that was left over from resident evil one so uh, there's that's where the stars thing comes from yeah because uh you know chris has already left town if you played Resident Evil 2, it kind of addresses why Chris left town. He went after Umbrella in Europe. And um, all that's left is Barry and Jill. So that's why Stars is after... I mean, that's why uh, Stars. That's why uh, Nemesis is after them, because there's the only two Stars people left. Gotcha. Everybody else is our dipset. So um, outside of that, I mean, it's pretty good. I'm, I'm already to the point where it's not a very long game. It's probably like eight hours. I'm not halfway through it. I'm on the very first Nemesis boss fight. I think there's three of them, if I remember correctly, from the original PlayStation game. So I started the first one. So I've already went through uh, Raccoon City, the sewers, the lab, and then you do the Nemesis fight, and you go through a bit more of the story, and then another Nemesis fight, and then a bit more of the story, and then you, the final boss. It's not a very long game. It's very, uh, it's very more tense on action than it is on the survival horror. It kind of pulls you in there, but it does it well. I do like this Jill Valentine a lot. Uh, she's got a great, great, great personality. I like her a lot. She calls that fucking uh, Nemesis thing bitch all the time. Really? No, yeah, she got in the car in the first time, which is like, all right, now it's my turn, bitch. And you're trying to start the keys in the car as it's walking towards you. And she just guns it and runs him off the thing and hits him off this whole parking garage and trashes the car on top. Oh, so it's like, she's got a great personality in this game. I, I like her. I like her a lot. So She's out for vengeance. Yeah, and, and Carlos is Carlos, like from the first game, where he's always constantly hitting on Jill. And Jill's like, just, she's not having it. She's like, she's like just stop. She gets keeping like, stop. I'm not, because he's like, yeah, you tall drink of water and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, he's doing, like, these cheesy-ass yeah. lines, and she's like, get yeah. out of here. Yeah. Basically, her response. She's like, I'm not even giving you time of day, to the point where he finally just stops. So, you know. At last. Yeah, um, but I've enjoyed it Can it, it be lot. played before Resident Evil 2? Can you play it? Does it have to be chronologically 1, 2, 3, or can you play 1, 3, 2 if you wanted to? They kind of change it up on this one. The, there is a, there is, and I'm not going to tell you. That way you can experience it. There is a point in the story in 3 where you access a certain area from Resident Evil 2. And you're like, oh shit. And they recreated Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3. Like, it's all there from like what we played from last year, which was pretty cool. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll leave it at that. I won't say the location. You'll see it gotcha. uh, if you ever get to it. So do I think, it, can you play without story-wise? I think it's fine, story-wise. But I think that whole little uh, twist in there is pretty cool. You'll uh, yourself. Yeah, these remakes, I kind of like the little twist they have in the remakes. Because even with Resident Evil 2, there's a point where you play a Sherry and you go through her bit in there, which wasn't in the original game. Uh, for original Resident Evil 2, which I thought was a nice add in there and kind of differentiate the gameplay in there. Right. So, they had, they had their own things on there. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it a lot, man. I'm, I'll probably get it done this week. Enjoying it, taking my time with it. But it's a, it's a lot of fun. I, I really do like this Joe Valentine. Uh I'm all about the remakes, man. Uh, they keep coming out with new ones and keep going back and remaking with these uh, 
these characters and doing these personality tweaks yeah. on them and kind of updating it before. I'm I'm okay with keeping the original stuff because it's like a like a a time locker, but right. And then, I mean that's what those games were made were were made to you know mimic like B movies. I mean they did the job, and some people are not gonna be happy because you know they kind of modernize them and kind of loses the whole focus of the game. You know some people are fucking pissed that the tank controls are gone. You know they want that as an option still. Like fuck that. So hey, those. Those games are still around. I'm seeing that conversation with Final Fantasy VII Remake because the embargo's up. And there's not a whole lot of complaints on it, but some people are saying it is such a departure story-wise and all that. Hey, that game's available everywhere. You can play it on PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4, iOS, uh, Mac, um, Xbox, Switch. That game is everywhere. It's okay to take these beloved properties and put new spins on them, especially when they're done well and with care it may not be to your liking but the consensus is that these are quality bits of entertainment yeah i mean i mean these are what they got on they're like remakes reimagining so i mean it's not like they're you know i mean that's they'll be all right i mean at this point yeah i've I've seen the complaints on there and i've seen some of the reviews for seven where they said some of the filler they can describe as a uh, Kingdom Hearts bullshit. It's like there's no other thing they can do on there other than some Kingdom Hearts bullshit. It doesn't detract from the <laughs> game, but it's just, you know, it doesn't need to be there, eh, you know. Right, right. right. To the eye of the beholder, it doesn't take away from the experience, but they, they do say there's some quote-unquote Kingdom Hearts bullshit in some of the Final Fantasy VII, but it's not much. I just love that quote from that article from the review. Kingdom Hearts bullshit. Yeah, he didn't give it a bad review. I think he gave it like a nine, but he says that there is uh, quote-unquote Kingdom Hearts bullshit, so... There's some KHB in here. Yeah. Get ready for it. Yep. All right, amigo, is that it? We got another uh, we got another episode in the books. Yeah, for once. With uh what the cut it up weird since we uh took odd breaks here and there, but I got this. I haven't edited a podcast in two weeks. I'm I'm happy to get back to it. Uh thank you for uh, your patience and letting us kind of get our lives together and be able to record again. Hopefully we can do this uh, into a regular weekly thing. No promises. It just all depends on how things turn out. So That's true. Yeah, bear with us. As always, you can find the podcast on SoundCloud. Uh, Spotify. iTunes. Google Play. Overcast. Man, it's been so long. I know. <laughs> it's only been two weeks. Uh, maybe iHeartRadio. I think that's about it. Yeah, fuck it, yeah. Or, you know, wherever our RSS feed is available, you tell us. I was about to say, you could always play your card of, why don't you tell us? Where, yeah, where you, you, you tell us. <laughs> uh, we're on Twitter and Instagram as no podcast, and I'll put out a beacon. I said I was going to reach out back out on social media to let you know an episode was coming, so I'll go ahead and do that before we post on uh, probably be Tuesday night. This will be up. Yeah, good so job. Is- uh, you've been communicating that with uh, at least once a week and letting everybody know, like, hey, we're still around. <laughs> trying to because i have people yeah. i actually have people texting me like hey where's the episode at yeah i'm surprised uh my cousin renee hasn't hit me up because usually he's uh the one that's advocating like hey y'all stop doing it what's happening i haven't seen you anything sure he's still listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, you know, he, he, he's a truck driver so he's got other worries right now so yeah i haven't been uh have you been keeping up with your podcast like i'm falling behind just because I don't, I don't have my commute anymore that's my two and a half hours a day to listen to podcasts while I drive. No, I'm in this weird uh, rut where I'm, I'm 
I guess because I got more time for my commute and I can play a little bit more gaming. I've been playing gaming. And then when I do work, I kind of have like anime in the background. I've been watching a lot of anime. Um, that's, I don't know. I, I, I can do more stuff that's visually appeasing. I, I don't, it's like you said, I, I don't have things where I have to l- rely on auditory only. Right. Because I'm right. Center concentrating on other stuff. So, because it seems like I'm working a lot more, but I'm working at a slower pace. It's not like I have to get up, go walk up 20 floors or ride an elevator 24 somewhere and, you know, go see something and go back to my desk. And I know what you mean. You know, it's like, I'm, I'm, it's all here. So it's like, I can sit there and work, look over, watch something, go back to work, look over, watch something. And, you know, all right, this is getting too deep. I need, I need to pause it because I know I'm going to have to follow it. You know, I can't sit there and just have it in the background. <laughs> so I this think isn't uh, this background lore. I just, I need this, I need this, tr- I need this true lore. I can't just let this little power battle play out. Yeah, because I learned the hard way. Because I think the first Friday, I, I had to limit myself on anime because I blew through the Rising of the Shield Hero in like two days, which I think you would enjoy very well. The Rising of the Shield, Shield Hero. I still got to uh, finish Demon Slayer. You're almost there. Yeah. Uh, Rising of the Shield Hero is pretty good, man. It's like um, it's like a fucking never-ending story, you know, where uh he gets sucked into that book, that storybook. Yeah. So it was like a, so uh, I forgot the guy's name already. It's it was there, but it just jumped out. So it was like he, he he lives in Japan and he goes and he's like an otaku and he goes to the library and he, he reads books because he ran out of money. So it was like he's his parents pay him to live at home, to take care of his uh his younger brother who's having a hard time staying focused in school. So um, right. he goes to the library because he ran out of money to play games for the month. So he picks up a book and it's called the the Rising. Of the, it's like the Four Heroes. So it talks about a, a spear hero, a sword hero. Um, a bow, a uh, bow hero, and then a shield hero. So when he gets to the shield hero, it's just blank pages, and it just sucks him into this whole world that takes him to like this whole medieval part of uh, the world. What's this and, called? Uh, the Rising of the Shield Hero. It's it's pretty fucking good. You can get on Crunchyroll and see it for free. Um, and uh, he gets sucked in, he gets sucked into this world where they have these four heroes, and then naturally he's a shield hero, which everybody thinks is shit because all he has is defense. So everybody <laughs> else just has uh, <laughs> offensive weapons. So they're it's giving like, no, him. No, I got the worst one. Yeah, they're giving him hell. He's trying to make the best of the situation. So, like, he finds out the other people that he thought they got pulled from the same Japan. He finds uh-huh. out that the other the other people, the other heroes, got pulled from Japan, but from parallel universes where like one where they won World War Two. It's like it's 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 crazy, and it's like because they were like they were talking about stuff like their their Japan, but it was like completely different. And they figured it out because like they're all like this reminds right. me of an MMO MMO game. It's like how do you find out about this? Like this reminds me of, like a book. And they were talking about like, all right, say something about your world. And it's like, you know, they're like, who won World War Two? Like random stuff like that. And they found out like they came from like different parallel universes um, that got pulled into this Sounds world. So, good. so apparently the whole thing is like there is this invasion into this world where they have to summon these heroes from other worlds to fight off this invasion. And if they win the and if they save that world, then they can go back to their home home world. So it goes into this whole bit where he. He's just a defensive character. Nobody's giving him time of day. There, nobody's giving him respect. Mm-hmm. He gets played by this lady who's like, she, I guess, it looks like she feels bad for him, and um, she kind of like, all right, I'll join your team. Like nobody wanted to join his team. They, they get up a whole like a, they had to split off and add people into like these little uh, guilds and stuff like that. Nobody wanted to join his team. King doesn't like the Shield Hero for whatever reason. He has a grudge against the Shield, the, the whole Shield Hero, hero thing. It's like everything's against him. And he's a generally nice. He's a generally nice guy. He doesn't get it. Of course, like, these are anime like, tropes. So what's crazy? There's a lot of stuff on here. It's like um, it's it gets pretty weird. It gets really deep. Like there's one where like 
this lady feels bad for him, goes under his wing, kind of shows him the ropes, you know, shows him how to get armor, shows him how to kill stuff. And then he gets to the point where, like, they go to this hotel to sleep for the night, and she keeps trying to give him a drink, alcohol. And he's like, no, I don't drink alcohol. It's like, that's not my thing. He's like, you know, right, maybe, right. you know, she offered him a drink and stuff like that. He's like, no, that's not my thing. I'm just going to go ahead and turn in there early. We'll, we'll continue our quest in the morning. So he wakes up. The king summons all these people in there. They kick him out of his room, take him in there. So apparently she accuses him of uh, raping her. He had nothing to do with it. She robs him. Oh, my God. Where is this him going? Of rape. And it's a, it's a, it's a matriarch. Was a matriarch over there? It's like a, yeah. a que- queendom. So they listen to the females. So they believe every word she says. And they were like, it's like I will kill you right here when it stands. And like he didn't do anything. Nobody believes him. They all think he did it. Like He sexually assaulted this girl. And she's sitting there smiling, like, I got you, like, when nobody's uh, looking. Uh, and so it kind of, like, turns them, it, it turns them cold. Like, he, to this point, it's like, all right, fuck everything. Like, you know that thing where some people's like, you know, like, fuck this. I didn't ask for this bullshit. You pulling me through this hell. And it's like, he does that borderline where he's kind of like the hero, but then he's not dumb. So, like, he'll he'll learn how, like, all right, I'll help people, but it's like, all right, what, what's in it for me? You know, yeah. like, you know, like, some people, you know, you, the hero usually is like, I'll do it to save the people, blah, blah, blah. He's like, all right, I don't mind doing this, but you're still going to owe me the money. So it's like. <laughs> He does stuff like that, but then at the end of the day, he's like sometimes like, no, you need this money for this thing. He'll 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 do eventually do the nice guy, uh, guy act. So it's like it's crazy. Like at certain points, he's like Sounds he couldn't like get any- Yeah, he couldn't get anybody on his team, so he had to sit there and hire a slave. And the slave is a young girl, and because uh, he can't attack, he's all defense. And so he teaches her how to use a sword. She's been abused all her life, so she's she's just thinking that she got bought. She's gonna get abused. He's like kind of like showing her tough love. It's like he actually started feeding her, and it's the first time she ever ate and stuff like that. He's still like very coldish and stuff like that. Jesus. But um, she ends up. They, I guess, they bond. Let's put it that way. So then he, he, he kind of melts her heart and so stuff like that. It's weird. She's like a she's like a demi human or human or something like that. So as she levels up, she jumps from like six years old to like eighteen after she is like level fifteen or something like that. And it only happens to that type okay. of species. There are species on there. So it's funny because, like, she develops a crush on him. He doesn't even notice her at all. He keeps looking at her like a little girl. And every time he tries to describe her to people, it's like, yeah, I guess you can call her, like, my daughter or something like that. She's like, I'm not your daughter. She's like, she's trying to, like, get a notice about him. But he's like, he can't get past the little girl in there, you know. Like, I, like he's been taking care of this little girl the whole time. Oh, God. So it's like, there's a lot of allegories in there, like, in there, like, he doesn't actually see her as an adult until she kind of sticks her neck out and saves him. So. And the it, Rising it, of the Shield Heroes yeah. on Crunchyroll. It's pretty good, man. It's like he, he, he's like he finds another uh, little girl in there. It's like he has all these daughters that are not his, and he just refers to them as like, I guess you can call him my kid. <laughs> they all have this, and they all have crushes on him. He's like not paying him any time of day. He's like he has this flock. Yeah. And so it's like he doesn't even notice that girl's like eight, like an adult until halfway through the series. He's like he's like when did you grow up? And she's like I've been like this, this whole time. It's like he never noticed. He'd always treated her. It's funny because she's like eight, 18 years old and she's like, they go to the bar they normally go to. It's like, and she'll have the kids meal. She's like, I'm not a kid anymore. <laughs> he doesn't notice it. He just keeps, you know, he just, he's so tunnel vision. He's like, I, I just get to get in my goal, get through this bullshit that I got thrown into, yep. save the world, get back home. That's all he cared about. Didn't matter who he came across. He, he'll he use anybody he need to use, but he's not cold. It's it's, it's, it's pretty good. He, he borderlines where he's kind of cold, but he's actually a nice guy, so. Like there's stuff on there. It's like, yeah, you gotta pay me all. Get the silver and I'll save your your town. You know, something happens. Like, you know what? Hold on to the silver. Y'all, y'all need it more. You know, like. But he's like, that, he, that especially he's, sounds like The Witcher. I'll solve your problem and then I'll start feeling bad for you and then I'll let you have the bounty. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's pretty good, man. I, I enjoyed it a lot, and it's and it's funny because like there's a certain point in there where the other heroes are like they're living their best life, where like I slayed the dragon, and he's giving them hell because like the the guy slayed the dragon, turned into a zombie dragon, because he just slayed and left, and turned into a zombie dragon, and then poisoned the whole town and was killing everybody. So oh, he's great. like going around, he's like I have to clean up your shit. He goes, I have to clean up all your shits. Like the you know that government you overthrown, somebody just went over and took over again and just the exact same thing. So you just can't sit there and clean shit up and just walk away and assume everything's going to be fixed. This is not a video game. He kept trying to explain that to him. Oh. So it was like, you know, because he's sitting there because he's the one who took a lot of shit. So he sees like a lot of this stuff on there. He's, he sees stuff yeah. differently than these guys are. These guys are just thinking like, oh, this is like this MMO I played. You know, this is that's how they're treating it. Like they're overthrowing governments and they're like, I saved all these people. And they're just like, they're like letting real shit that, that like there's another one's like, yeah, I gave these people the seed and they planted it to get food. But the seed's like some kind of evil plant thing where he had to go and fucking kill it. He's like, yeah, you're you're just killing these people. He's like, I to, he's like, he had to give them hell. He's like, I had to go and clean up all your shit. And you guys can't get over the fact that I didn't do anything to this girl. And they're still hung up on and trying to kill him on that. Uh, so it's like, it's like, it's like, like everything's know. against him. So it's like, and he goes into depression constantly. So it's like, he's always like, no matter what he does, it's like, and, but it does, it, they call it the rising of the shield hero because he kind of, it, it ends up towards the end of the series. He does rise up above it all and finds his way and finds his place in that society and everything how it turns out so you gotta check that one out man it I, turned I, into a, it turned into an anime minute somehow at the end of our uh, at the end of our podcast yeah it was it was on my list for a while renee sat there and he he blew through it and he was a big fan of it and i was like oh, since i had all the time now it's like all right let me watch it it, yeah. it got to the point where i had to put the computer I was, like, all right. I, I was ended up like too too enthralled on that friday watching that versus working i'm like all right i gotta stop I was like, I have to save this for like a Saturday, you know what I mean? After I spent one episode, I was constantly watching instead of working. I'm like, all right, now I got to stop. And I think I blew through it that whole weekend. It was 26 episodes, but they're good shit, man. Yeah, you got to take care of business first and then and do that stuff on the side. All right, man, it's almost 11 o'clock. I could chat with you all night. We got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to be up in a couple of hours. So. Let's kill this call. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you for joining us this week. And uh, stay safe and happy gaming. Yes, sir. Sorry about the anime minute. Uh, I think we heard, did we mention uh, Instagram and Twitter? I can't yes, remember if we did or not. I don't like know. 20, like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> I did my fucking Cisco and Ebert on the uh, fucking anime. You did. You sold it. I'm my, down. I'm watching. My, my John Lovitz. It doesn't stink. <laughs> you got you got me on Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer's god tier. I don't know if anything on top that series. Oh god, that's good. Especially that part when you get up there when he was uh. Oof, that's fight, yeah. the spider family that I yeah. just finished. I was like, holy shit. Even that bit when they uh, threw him up in the air and she just accepted death. And he saw that yeah. and he changed that move in, in mid-jump. Uh, mid oh, we got to stop. We got to get out of here. Yeah. All, All right, right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We'll catch you next week. All, All right. right. Bye. Notice. No. Hey man, I'm in our studio. Look behind me. What do you think? Oh, I see settings. Hold on, let me move this out of the way. <laughs> that was good. It looks empty. I'm sitting at a uh I'm sitting at one of these things and one of the damn Halo fold out chairs. For all I know, it, it could uh could be your uh, work office. Right? Nothing on the walls. Computers, troubleshooting.